Diz Life Podcast is brought to you by Pinch of Pixie Dust Travel. People who love Disney understand that life isn't about the breaths you take, it's about the moments that take your breath away. That's why we help coordinate the most magical adventures for you and your family. Disney, Universal, Sandals, Norwegian, Carnival, and more, we are a full-service concierge travel agency that will help with every aspect of your journey. Let us take care of the details while you enjoy your family. Get a quote today by calling us at 570-832-7798 or fill out a trip request form at pinchapixiedusttravel.com. Just follow the second start of the right straight on to your adventure. That's pinchapixiedusttravel.com, where you're making memories one trip at a time. To Disney Life Podcast. Thank you so much for making our show a part of your Disney life. I am your host, Mark Valentine, and if this is your first time joining us at Disney Life, welcome. If you're a returning guest to the show, then welcome home. Please don't forget to subscribe and download all of our episodes over at Apple Podcast on Spotify, or you can find us over at our host site, Buzzsprout. This is episode six of season one. One of the topics when it comes to Disney travel centers around the concept of photography. More more specifically, people always want advice on deciding how to capture their vacation memories, which, by the way, is no easy task. Now, I, I love Disney photography, and for most families heading to Walt Disney World for the first time, they're often making an investment in something super special. It is, you know, once in a lifetime vacation for many people. So I understand where they want to preserve the memories. So in today's episode, we're going to welcome John Hinson to the show where he's going to give us a rundown of capturing the kingdom through the eye of a lens. I met John over at the Facebook group for the love of Disney World, and John has a professional photography studio and he specializes in portrait sessions at Walt Disney World and more as he's going to tell you in a second. John lives in the Orlando area and he travels to the parks frequently And his pictures are also featured over on several blogs and websites. So what better resource than to ask John to come on and to give us some advice about shooting the parks. So whether you're a DSLR warrior or if you're an Instagram celebrity, John is here to give us the lowdown on the best locations that may not have been on your radar. So today's episode, it's going to be so jam-packed that we had to skip over our news roundup. Sorry, Isabella. And we're going to go right to John joining us via Squadcast. And let's see if we can get him. John, are you there? Hey, man. How are you doing? Hey, John. Welcome to Disney Life Podcast. Thanks. Hey, I just wanted to say before we really get started, thank you so much for taking time away from uh, your family today for joining uh, for joining us here. I- I've been like really excited to have you on. And I- I'm eager as a person who loves photography. I'm really eager to like glean some knowledge from your, uh, your expertise and kind of get into some spots that I may not have even have thought about in terms of taking like some really new and, and amazing perspectives of, of these parks from, from, uh, you know, fr- from what you, from what you tell me. So thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. I- I'm really excited to be here. You know, what I, what I have done and it was something I started with, with Melissa and then I continued it with Matt was I always liked to kind of begin every interview and, you know, begin, like every segment with my guest host to kind of get their perspective of, you know, their, their Disney story, you know, their, their tale of how, like, how did they come to love Disney? Like, how did you get into Disney? Was it something that you grew up with? Was it something that you discovered at a later age? So like, how did you, how did you come to be so passionate about uh, Walt Disney world? Yeah, it, it's a crazy story because, um, you know, my wife and I both grew up in Florida. So if you grow up in Florida, you go to Disney. But for some reason, my family just didn't really do that. So um, the first time I went was when I was 13 years old. My brother had came back from Iraq and we took a family trip to Disney World. And um, honestly, it was it was just so great. But um, I didn't really, you know, go back again until my son was born. And um, 
it was Christmas time and we were walking towards um, Osborne Lights. It was the last year they had them. And um, a cast member pulled us aside and said, hey, do you want to do something cool? We had no idea what it was, but we took a chance. And um, it was Mickey Mouse, a private meet and greet. There was no one else there. That was the first time my son met Mickey as well as myself. And from that moment on, I just, it became our spot. So now we go, you know, two, three times a week. We're always photographing, going with friends and family. It's just, Disney really holds a special place for us. So that's so amazing to me that, you know, like, cause we, we don't live close and I've, I've shared this with my audience several times where we are out of state pass holders, but we live in the Northeast. I'm from Pennsylvania. And like, that's just so incredible to me that you, you kind of grew up in the shadow of Walt Disney world yeah, and did not like, you didn't go, didn't go. And of course, you know, all your, all your friends and family goes, um, you know, obviously my direct family, but yeah. otherwise, um, my parents just like, you know, prefer the outdoorsy stuff like camping and all that thing. So we went to the mountains and we had great trips, but not the Disney magic. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can, you know, now do you, do you sell them on the idea of, of going to the parks now and tell them, yeah. Hey, listen, there's lots of outdoorsy stuff. You can camp, you can camp at Disney. I know they totally could. We should do that. We've taken them a few times and of course they, they love it, you know, cause it's Disney. How can you not? But yeah, that's funny. I should have them go camping. <laughs> well, so many of our family members, you know, they, they kind they don't really understand it. And it's, it's, we're, we are, I, I find myself in the same situation as you. Like we, we had taken years off from the parks and then we took my daughter when she was four years old. We just had such a wonderful experience that like it hit us. It was yeah. like the light, the light bulb moment. And we had vacationed so many places prior to going to Disney. We waited till she was four because we, we knew how daunting Disney can be. Yeah. Um, with, with little ones. And we didn't want to, we didn't want to overly it, just personal choice. Some people do fine, but for us, we didn't want to, um, kind of, we didn't want to put too much on her before she was, you know, a, a little bit grown up and yeah. definitely potty trained. It was just our, our, our thing. And then we had such a magical experience that we, we got bit with the bug mm-hmm. and then we go like two or three times a year and like we're the Disney people. So it's funny cause the fam- our family members will kind of, they don't, they don't razz us, but my, my wife's aunt is the perfect example. She kind of said to my wife, don't you get bored with Disney? And we, we smiled and we're like, no, yeah. Do you, do you get bored with camping? Do you get bored with like going to Massachusetts? No, you know, we, for one, it makes us happy. But two, if there were ever a place in the world that you would never get bored, it's, it's Disney world. Cause it's got, and I joke with my, I have some other friends who are like, they are anti Disney, which Uh, like I, 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 no words, no words. I could say, I I could, I know I was literally, you just, I was literally speechless right there. They're anti, I have two of my best friends in the whole world are, are anti Disney. I always say they're doing it wrong. Like, please and, come with me. You'll love well, it. Well, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe in, 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 in another episode, I'll have one, if not both of them on. Because they, they had a bad, they did, they had a bad experience. And I think it left a bad taste in their mouth that they, you know, they tried to do too much in one day. They got a day park thinking that they were going to, um, that mm-hmm. they were going to take a day. And it just, it wound up being like one of the, like everyone's had the days where the weather's not good and things don't go right. And the shows don't go off. Yeah. Like, I feel like they had the perfect storm of in that one day that they visited. But I try to, I joke with them and I'm like, listen, you don't have to go to the parks to, to have a wonderful time at Disney. You know, if you're a person who says, Hey, I just like to go to the pool. Uh, Disney has which some one? of the, which one do you want to go to? Like I can give you a list of, of resorts that have incredible pools. Like go to, go to beach and yacht and tell me you can find a better pool. You can't the sand bottom. Come on. You can't find a better pool. You know, people who are like, Hey, I, you know, we like to take the family camping, uh, go to <laughs> Fort wilderness, Fort wilderness. <laughs> you know, you can, you can camp at Disney and you know, when you get tired of camping, you have other things that you can, that you can I mean, like I understand everybody's got their own, you know, their own likes and dislikes. Some people look at us like we're um, we're crazy for wanting to go to Disney all the time. But I tell them, listen, for the way that we vacation, it gives us something new every single time. Plus, it also gives us the familiar of we know the things that we love are there when we want to do. them. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It literally like it hits every generation. So, I mean, it's I don't know how they do it. It's just incredible. Yeah. I mean, like I growing up. 
I was a cinephile. Like even at the youngest age, I loved movies. Yeah. And I don't know what it was about Disney animation in particular that it always struck a chord with me. Like the music that was blended with like these amazing fables and these, it yeah. was, there was something about Disney films that always just resonated with me. And I, so like, and again, for, for a kid that only went maybe um, three or four times growing up, you know, the world of Disney on television. So cool. Was my, yeah, so cool. And that was my window to, like this bygone era because yeah. like Walt Disney was passed away. Yeah. He was passed away when I was a kid. I'm 40, but like there was something about it that it like even the television specials, it just, it was so appealing to me. And that was my window to, to like this magical, happy world. Whole and, world. <laughs> and it was like, you know, take, take your pick. It wasn't just the animated stuff. Walt Disney had the, um, like the specials on the, like the nature specials yeah, where they were narrated and in some cases were narrated by, uh, right. Were, am I like cracking up? Some of them were narrated by Disney. Probably. Were they? I, 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 I mean, I wouldn't put it past him. I have <laughs> to go on Disney plus with like everything. And I feel like Disney's really good about like, they only hire the best. Like, yeah. so I think that's just how they do it. Like, I don't know, like you can watch a silent animated film by Disney and you are connected to those characters. They didn't say one word, but you're sitting here bawling your eyes out. It's just crazy. Yeah. Well, I know this is a little bit off topic too, but have you have you seen the Imagineering story? Yes. So oh. good. I, if, I oh, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Again, a speechless. Yeah. Even if you're a person that doesn't you're you don't get into Disney, you're like you're not one of us, you're not a wonk that you love everything about it. And like Disney, Disney could release two toothpaste and you're like, I'm on it. Yeah. It's magical. I'm I, just bought, it. I, I just bought six cases of it. You know, it's the best toothpaste, and you know, it's the best. <laughs> like that's a, Oh, did you see Disney just released this? We buy it. <laughs> but, um, even if you're not that guy, I've told my friends, I'm like, listen, cause most of them get Disney plus cause they love Marvel and star Wars. At least yeah. my, at least my male friends, you know, and they let they let their kids watch the other stuff. But I'm I'm all about the other stuff too. Yeah. But I tell them, that. listen, watch the Imagineering story. Even if you're not like the most diehard Disney fan, it's hard to not be impressed with that level of ingenuity, creativity, passion. That with every went, decade. With every brushstroke. It was so crazy. I I loved how that mo- that documentary was filmed too. Like mm-hmm. every episode was so crazy and you look at like you know oh the cheeky room that was groundbreaking and now they have you know the animatronic from uh, pandora like that's just insane or star wars like how did they do rise of resistance (laughs) you know what i appreciate as well and again this is a bit off the beaten path but like as a person who loves photography growing up i i loved history from the historiography perspective of how disney has chronicled one decade after another Every attraction, mm-hmm. like every decision, the photographs, the videos, you know, the, like the video footage of, of construction. Insane. That, that they had like they had historians documenting every step of it to then pull this together. Like it's just so cool. Yeah. To, to they see, really thought about everything. To see how calculated Disney was to say like here, you know, here's a moment in our company's history that we want to make sure has been chronicled. And you get these interviews from individuals that like – they were contemporaries when they were doing it. It's mm-hmm. not like we revisited them 30 years later. You have video footage and, and crystal like, clear HD crystal, <laughs> crystal clear footage of these individuals talking about the attractions back in their prime. It's like, I, I love it. I love it. It, so it is cool. crazy. So speaking of passion projects, how did you, um, like, did you have another career path before getting into photography? Was it something that you majored in, in school? Like, how did you, how did you come to be a photographer yeah, and, I mean, and photograph the parks? Yeah, definitely. Um, so my, my wife and I, we uh, met in high school. She was a graphic designer and I was a photographer. And um, of course, that's what we went to college for. But we actually both worked for the same wedding photographer. Um, and that's just, we worked there. And then we kind of, I had random jobs waiting and stuff. When you're younger, you do that. And then mm-hmm. um, now we, we have a photography business. That's so, that's so cool like that's the cliche that you tell you tell your children i love that you know that you like pick something that you love doing and you never work a day in your life like i'm like that's amazing that you found that you know growing up that was a passion of yours you went to school for it 
like, and then you turned it into something that now you, you do every day. It must feel like you don't, you know, like you, there's no, Oh, got to make the donuts. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, really blessed and thankful that, um, I am able to do this and, and it's funny too. Cause like, you know, me and my wife work together. And so a lot of people are like, how do you do that? And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's the best. Like I yeah. get to work with my best friend and wife That's every awesome. day. It's just, I'm really appreciative. How many years have you two been the dynamic duo? So how many years have you been? Uh, we've in? been married for eight years. Okay. And yeah. and you've had the business since then? Seven, seven years. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. what, and, and I know that we haven't really plugged this yet. So, you know, what's, what's your company's website or like, how, so how can the listeners find you if they want to connect with you? Cause we're going to talk about some of your services too, Yeah. because there are, I, I would love for our listeners, especially those who are traveling out of state to know that they, that they have a resource like you to chronicle their own, like speaking of a chronicler, you know, and a, and a, a family history to kind of say, you know, if I want to um, have these family photos that I can cherish 20 years from now, like, how do we find you? What's a yeah, good website? Yeah, definitely. Uh, my website is uh, hinsonphotography.com and that's um, H-I-N-S-O-N photography.com. That's how you can find us. And um, honestly, like you can reach out even if you have Disney questions. I love talking Disney, but we'll definitely uh, set something up for your photos as well. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. So when you're doing, you know, so let's pretend, uh, you know, for a second, like I'm, I'm hypothetically, you and I are, are speaking to each other for the FaceTime uh, for first time. And I call you, I say, Hey John, um, you know, my family's coming down. My name's Mark and my wife is Linda. We have a daughter, Bella. And, you know, we want to, we want to book some vacation shoots with you. How does it work? Did you do generally do your clients tell you, you know, John, I want to get photos um, in front of the castle, in front of Big Thunder Mountain, in front of the Haunted Mansion. Do they tell you a list of locations they want to shoot at? Or do you say, you know, here, like you say, okay, great, leave it at that. And then yeah. they come in and you pick the best spots for them and you stage your own photos. How does it work? How do you yeah. set up a session? Yeah. So we kind of, um, the first phone call, we'll, you know, see what you need. And then, um, we just ask a lot of questions to get to know you and your family. Like, um, you know, what's special to you? Um, whether that's, you know, if you come into Disney and you're having like a beach trip, you know, oh, we want to have it at the beach. Perfect. Um, or like DVC, we get a lot of people who have been coming to Disney for, you know, 20, 30 years. They've stayed at the same DVC property and it's somewhere that really is special to them. And so that's, that's what's most important, you know, and if, if it's special to have the castle in the background, we will definitely make that happen. Mm -hmm. And we're also going to, you know, give you some, some heads up on what's best and what'll work during, you know, Christmas is going to be different than summer, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you do a lot of, you do a lot of beach photos as well. In addition yeah. to shooting in the parks, that's, yeah, we that's do. a pretty, pretty common request, right? Yeah. So, um, we're, we live in New Smyrna beach, so it's about, um, 45 minutes to an hour and a half depends okay. on traffic. Um, to Disney and, um, we photograph all up and down the coast. It's, it's really crazy <laughs> how many people go to the beach and Disney on the same trip. It's just really fun. So when clients do say to you, like, I want to shoot, you know, X, like, what would you say is the number one requested spot for most of your clientele? Definitely the castle. If, if, if there's any requests, it's going to be, Oh, can the castle be in the building and the shot, obviously. In the um, shot. Yeah. And other than that, it just depends on the person because, like, everyone has such different, unique favorites, you know? So do you find that that request creates some problems? Because, I mean, anyone who's traveled to Walt Disney World, it really doesn't matter what time of year, but you can't get a shot of the castle without having at least five or six people <laughs> photobombing you. Like, um, we go – so, like, we'll go in August and <laughs> – like it's, it's, it's comical. Cause you'll get your, yeah. you get your Disney photo pass back and you have to count the amount of people that are in your photo making a weird face. Yeah. Some or, deliberately too, right? Some, some deliberately, but like, you know, like eight out of 10 have the deer in headlight look where just at the moment of the flash, they've got this like wide eye looking at the camera, like, Oh, I didn't realize I was standing right behind your shoulder. Yeah. Right. So how do you, how do you overcome that? Do you have to, do you have to shoot at different times? Like, do you tell your clients, Hey, listen, I'll meet you yeah. before rope drop or like, I'll meet you at like park close. How do you yeah. work around that logistically? Um, so definitely, I think the best time to shoot is a uh, rope drop, obviously like an hour before open, um, they'll open main street. It's really, you know, wide and the lighting is nice. And, you know, of course, 
during COVID right now, that's possible to have an empty castle. But um, normally you're going to be photoshopping out at least, you know, you know 10, you bring, 15 people. Do you um, – so I don't know. Have you done any family sessions in front yeah. of the castle since COVID? We haven't. Um, we have not. And it's funny. The last session we did was um, the night of the closing. It was um, a proposal that was supposed to happen on Monday in front of the castle. And it actually had to happen Sunday because that was the last night they were open. Um, but since then we haven't because the mask are required and, you know, so we'll do the resort still because you can obviously, you know, slip it off for a photo or something. But yeah. I don't want to disrespect Disney in any way, you know? No, I, if there's a, there's a fine line between, you know, me, uh, upholding that, that mask. Yeah. Rule, but uh, I mean, there's also, there's also some common sense I think that goes into it. If you're, I mean, I, I think Disney would agree with you too. I mean, if you could, if you could sit in a cooling station and drink a bottle of water and not get cold, why can't I slip it out? Why can't I, why can't I slip it off when I'm standing, you know, on the boardwalk just to, yeah. to capture a photo if I'm, if I'm socially distanced. So, right. I mean, you know, I, there's, we just had a session today and, um, as we were walking when the customer was like, Oh, to the, to the clients, Hey, put on your mask. And he just said, Hey, we're taking a picture and they were totally fine with it. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I find the ca- the cast members have been very understanding, at oh, least from our our amazing. trip. Amazing, they're amazing. They're so kind. They don't mm-hmm. make it feel like they're yelling at you. You know. No. Yeah. Well, there were there was one or two instances where you know we were corrected. There was a little there was a little boy who who tripped in the queue and we didn't see him, and we got a little bit too close to him on Space Ranger Spin, and uh, the cast member came up to us and reminded us nicely to mm-hmm. maintain proper social distance while in the queue and we were you know we, we didn't say like we were we were but <laughs> you know we thank you thank you. listen they're doing their jobs and that's it's like the other stuff that i that i've commented and said this it gives you peace of mind it makes you feel better to know that they're that those protocols are in place like yeah. we I, I used the example when i was uh on with melissa that when we saw someone pulled out of line for their temperature being too high like that calmed me down. Some yeah. people would get anxiety and go, Oh my gosh, she has COVID. No, it's I working. <laughs> I didn't get, I didn't get that anxiety. What I got was good. Like, that's great that that yeah. screening caught someone with an elevated temperature and they're not going to be in the park. Even if they don't have COVID great that you've identified, right. maybe they have something else that you just don't want to pass on to someone. Right. And we can still all enjoy the magic and be safe. But that's also why I felt so safe mm-hmm. was I knew those protocols were in place and I knew that Disney was being vigilant and they weren't making exceptions. Right. So as much as I want to find myself saying, well, you know, I, I'm not crazy about the mask. They also enabled my family to have a wonderful vacation without fear of, mm-hmm. uh, of contracting something bad. Yeah. In the so, middle of 2020. <laughs> in the middle of 2020. I mean, it, it is 2020. <laughs> like if, if you uh, have those photo shoots in front of the castle, do you prefer shooting uh, in the morning or at night, like what do you what do you find is the best sort of backdrop? It's so magical with the no crowd, but if you go right before sunset and the skies are like pink and orange, there's just something about that. Um, I definitely feel like mornings are the most practical though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do cast members generally, I mean, pre COVID, they'll they'll work with you to let you in for a professional uh, photo shoot. Yeah, um, you're not allowed to do like if you were doing like a product, you know, like a commercial. Yeah. But just, you know, families and stuff, it's fine. You're not, you know, putting... So they don't need... Magazine. Yeah, so they don't need, like, a dining reservation. You could you could take the family up and say, hey, we have a photo We have a photo session. We want to get a few photos inside the park with low crowds. They'll... Yeah, well, the first hour, they, they open it up for you. Yeah, for everyone, basically. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, the do first do, hours. Do you do a lot of family sessions? Do you do a lot of en- engagement sessions? What's your What's your number one type of booking? Um, so at Disney, it's like a little bit of both, like 50-50, I'd say. Um, we do a lot of couples and a, a lot of families. And it's funny, too, because a lot of times they just want just their children in the session. So that's interesting. Because I, I think, you know, they like they did, um, you know, Bippity-Boppity or something like that. And they really, like, you know, want those iconic moments documented. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite memory from a shoot? Like, so what would you say was the most unique session you've ever done, whether it was you know, a, a proposal that was memorable, whether it was a family shoot that, you know, there, there was something to celebrate, like what was your, I, obviously without revealing the client's names, but what was your, what was, of all the shoots that you've ever done, what was your number one favorite shoot? I, I definitely 
I mean, it's tough because they're all so special. But I, this one, I, I don't think I'll ever forget. Um, the client actually hired us like the day before too, but um, it was Illuminations, the final showing of Illuminations. And the family had attended the first Illuminations and they attended the final Illuminations. And um, the mom wanted those those photographs and she wanted it to be a surprise to her family. So we were there kind of hidden in the crowd and it was very crowded because it's the final show. And it was just, it started raining. It was just the craziest, most magical thing. And of course, you know, when she got those pictures, she cried and went on and on. And it just, I'll never yeah. forget that. Cause like, I want that for my family, you know, like we came the first and we're here at the final. Like, I love that. So cool. Like, yeah. the, but that's see, but that to me is, that's what's so special about the, like the people who really get the Disney moments. Like I, I've had so many of those moments and I, I love people who have that sense of we were here at the first one and now we have to be here for the last one. Like they're the, there's, there, there are Disney moments that live in your family's history that like yeah. it's people talk about making memories and that's like, that's exactly the perfect example. Yeah. They like, literally made memories and you know, of course they were, they were all, all the kids are different ages and they made plans to come here together. And I just, wow. <laughs> it's just oh, amazing. It's wow. Yeah. It's, do you get uh do you find yourself getting choked up all in the moments time. like that? <laughs> yeah, I I'm a total like I get chills. I I'm ridiculous. <laughs> that you have to step back, compose yeah. yourself professionally and remember like yeah, I, I, I mean, have a like, job to do. I have a lump in my throat, but I have a job to exactly. do. Exactly. And it's like being a photographer, you're there for like everyone's happiest moments, like a surprise proposal or like watching the fireworks, just like anything. Or at the beach, I love like the kids that have never seen sand before. It's just, it's amazing to them. And I just, it's so cool to me. You know, it's, it must be really special for you to get, like, I, I get, I get chills thinking of like your perspective of being privy to all of these wonderful moments for these yeah. families to kind of just to live like that. And again, you know, this is called the, the show's called Disney Life for a reason. It really is a Disney. It's a lifestyle. How? Honestly. How? But how? How great is it to live that Disney life? Because you're living it. Yeah. You talk I, about you talk about magic. Like that's it. You're there. Like you're at the epicenter of the moment. Yeah. For, for all of these families, it's have remarkable. You, I, I I sometimes I have to like pinch myself to wake up because it's like. Have you considered that? I know I can't be the only one who's ever like had that epiphany. Like, but I think of. The Disney life, you're right there. Yeah, I don't, it's just, it is, it is weird. Me and my wife talk about it a lot. We're like, wow. Cause like, I mean, our son is just, he's ridiculous. Like I said, we're like 45 to an hour and a half away and he'll be like, oh, the drive is so long. And we're like, Sawyer, <laughs> like people fly a long time to come here. Like, yeah. I, I think sometimes, you know, we want to make sure we're, this is not normal. This is like, you know, we live in Florida. We're very blessed. Like to be able to have this. Yeah. We like, it's a two hour, two and a half hour flight for us, but we were a little nervous to fly. Yeah. So we drove straight through this about, last wait, time. Like that's how hours? it was 17 hours. Nice. So we, you know, and we read of so many people that like, that's how they go. That's yeah. generally how they go. Like they, so for us, that was a little bit abnormal. They go, okay. Some, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. great. It's, it's tiring. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, did you I said, straight through? We did straight. So my wow. wife would, my wife, when my eyes started to go a little bit batty, my <laughs> wife would, my wife would help. And I mean, like she was, uh, she was clutch on the drive home because we tried to beat a lot of the traffic and we left at four 30 in the morning and I'm a bear. If I don't get a cup of coffee and a good night's sleep. Yeah. So we were, we were at like the Florida Georgia line and my eyes were starting to feel really heavy and I just wasn't feeling good. And I looked at her, I'm like, are you okay? And she was like, yeah, why? I'm like, I need you. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the struggle bus right now. I need you to get, please take over, please. Because I'm going to, if not, I have to pull over because I can't endanger us because <laughs> so there were moments, there were moments where I was like, why did we do this? <laughs> and then you see the Walt Disney world sign. It all goes away. Right? You know, it was, I, I joke the drive down was great because we had something that we were like really looking forward to. The drive home was like, oh, so sorry, <laughs> so bad. We were, we were just like, just get us home. Oh man. What just was worse? That or tragical express? <laughs> oh, that's tough. <laughs> 
Drive the Drive was home because it was a 17-hour tragical express. And there's no Disney movies playing. Well, the Disney (laughs) movies coincide with your arrival. Uh, And they're waving goodbye to you as the music is. So that's that's just pulling on the hearts. Well, you know what that is? It's like, got to book your next vacation. Right. (laughs) And it works. And it works every, every time. Pull my finger, make it happen. <laughs> just let, yeah, just make it happen. So, what is your so now? Not prof, no professional obligations. You, it's just you and your camera. What is your favorite? Uh, let, let's start with park. What's your favorite park to shoot? I know it's crazy because every time I'll I'll answer differently. But honestly, today and both days, I'm feeling Magic Kingdom because it's just there's so much reality there as well as fantasy and it's just you can just walk seamlessly throughout it and i just love that like it is just the best well there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of variety too yeah definitely as you progress through the the various lands it's you know i mean tomorrowland's futuristic you have you know tomorrowland fantasyland all those are just and then I'm sure I'm sure as they as the parks will vary like you know if you if you go for a night session you're getting some completely different looks and different lighting and you're noticing really different and that's the thing too like if you're photographing fireworks day like you can walk anywhere in that park during fireworks and you're gonna get a completely different experience it doesn't matter it's the same fireworks they look completely different like yeah once so one time we took a we took a prolonged trip I think it was like a 13 day trip and we wow. had done the we stayed at the contemporary so we. Like we did fireworks every night for sure. So we were never afraid to, you know, like the fireworks were on. And that was the time that we were like people walking through the park. Yeah. Because we were like, yeah, we just saw this three nights in a row. We don't need to see. Yeah. We don't (laughs) need to see projections anymore. And we watched it from the the balcony of the hotel the other days. So one time we were just, it was one of those nights we were walking and we were behind. So, and, and like, here's, I know this isn't photography, but it's another tip talking about just different perspectives of things. And, and, you know, that's kind of what the episode's about too, is it's called picture perfect for a reason. We had, I guess you could say a, a picture perfect view of the fireworks. Have you ever gone from where seven dwarves mine train is uh, and watched them from there? Amazing. It's amazing when you're on seven dwarves mine train. <laughs> I, well, we, that's, that's how it's started. So that's yeah. how it started. And we rode them as, as the fireworks started and as the, the happily ever after theme began. So like, that was epic. Like epic. Talk, talk about waterworks. Yeah. yeah. Talk about waterworks. Like we're going, we're going down as you can hear happily ever after blaring. It was like, it was triumphant is yeah. the only word I can use to describe it. So then we get off and for the various uh, other audio like features, we were standing kind of where the carousel was like like uh, low amazing. key low key i mean and so many people think like if i don't get the projections i'm kind of missing the experience but when i tell you from that perspective i felt like i was in the show because they yeah. explode so close well it feels like it's so close they're not over yeah. your head that you feel immersed in light just like completely and you and you don't have the crowd so it's just your own space it's yeah it's really iconic. See now, I'll take I'll take that view of the fireworks over watching from the front and the projections. Yeah, definitely. Well, so, we're talking dessert party though. <laughs> you're correct. That's that's an experience. We have a a friend that is um, a cast member, and he um, they have like a reserved section, and he yeah. was able to get us in there without the dessert party. And I was like, you are the best. This is this. Yeah, that lawn that lawn section. So we we've, yeah. we've done both the terrace and we've done the lawn section. Both are cool for various reasons. The the terrace is great because you get the seating mm-hmm. and you can sit in the chairs and watch it. And Tinkerbell flies right that over your head <laughs> from that perspective. So that was the first one that we did. And Tinkerbell flew right over the kids' heads. And the kids were, I mean, like that was the highlight of the trip to see Tinkerbell fly t- 10 feet above their head. Then we did the following year we did the same dessert party but that time we got a garden view and that was great because again you get your own space yeah you feel like you have there fountains are there it's so pretty very picturesque definitely so what is your so magic kingdom i agree it's 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 just a really photogenic park it's so whimsical what would you say i mean it doesn't all it doesn't have to be from that park john it could be another one what's your favorite attraction to shoot yeah, for sure. Um, if it is at the park, I do love Seven Doors Mine Train. It's just really cool. The cottage and stuff. Um, as far as like not in Magic Kingdom, 
definitely would have to be uh, Tower of Terror because I just love it because you can you can even photograph it from Epcot like when you're in Morocco it's a part yeah. of the Morocco building and I just think that's so cool and again like any angle you're going at whether you're ex- you're exiting the Beauty and the Beast show or if you're by Rock and Roller Coaster there's just an iconic view of it you know a different it's framed a different way you know I love that shot I have a few that are framed right from where the Beauty and the Beast show lets out oh so nice it's so great I mean I I had a few that I would that I turned black and white. And I have yeah. to, I actually, I want to hang them on the wall because they just look great. That's a great Definitely photo. Should. Yeah. You know, what, you know what other photo I'm a sucker for? I don't know. I, I could go, I, I probably have like 50 if I open up my folder, my, just my photo, like the collection of photos that I've had. I probably have 50 of just Spaceship Earth at night. Oh, yeah. I, I love that park icon. I love it's, the colors of it. It, like the way it stands out against the night sky. I love the fact that there's really, all the other buildings have such a low profile mm-hmm. that it, it's very prominent in the, in that landscape that it doesn't compete with anything else. It's just that it's so nice. The lighting at night is just crazy with the purples and yeah, but that, that some people are a sucker for the castle and I, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm just that guy. We always try to end at Epcot cause walking out that building gives me the feels like that's the hook for me. And there it's been it since our first, since our first trip, Ugh. since I had my daughter who was four, went on my shoulders. We always take the photo of her on my shoulders in front of Spaceship Earth. And then, you know, like that to me is that's the photo. Like yeah. I, I could I could take 50 of them. Definitely. I, every I, trip. <laughs> every trip. And you could take it from almost every angle. And then it's it's gorgeous. And I can't wait until that renovation is done. Yeah, they just added the. um the old new, you know, glass things. I, I always forget the name, but um, yeah, it's really cool. Epcot is going through a definite transformation right now. Um, I feel like in about two years, it's going to be perfect. So it's a little heartbreaking for me. And I've talked about this on other episodes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners, for the recurring trauma and that, that I've, <laughs> I am a broken we're, we're record. We're all experiencing it. Yeah. I'm sorry that I'm a, I'm sorry that I'm a broken record when I say this, but so Epcot was, and still is my favorite park. It just can't get that designation right now because it's just, there's too many green walls up. Yeah. And I can't wait until that transformation is done. Like I'm very excited. Even uh, in August when we went, it was so, so the monoliths are gone. I mean, you see this all the time cause you go two or three times a week, but for, for me having gone, like I go maybe once every four or five months. So it's nice. The monoliths are gone there. The trees are there. They've put up a lot of the the shrubbery, mm-hmm. as you said. The you know the new, I really don't know what it's called. The new monument, yeah, monument. That's good. Monument that'll work. Uh, is there even though it's behind a wall, and I guess scratched. I was seeing yeah, they, while they're they installing it. Then stake scratched it. <laughs> you imagine being that person? <laughs> <laughs> it's is the does the you had one job. <laughs> Is that is who had one job? Oh gosh. Had you scratch. We preserved this for twenty years. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I I can't wait until that park is is back to its former glory. And I I can't I can't, I try to I try to stay positive, but I can't complain too much because I also I always put my my complete and total faith in Disney. Yeah. That it doesn't matter and you know it, like I Used as my example, the great movie ride, I was so devastated when the great movie ride went, but I held out hope. I said, listen, if they're getting rid of the great movie ride, which was the anchor for that park, whatever comes has to, has to be great. Yeah. And they did it. They did. And they did it. Yeah. I, I, that ride. Wow. Wow. That ride. Insane. I, I don't even know. We've, we went the, um, the first day it opened and you know, there was a lot of like people who were like, you know, wearing the great movie ride shirts and stuff. And I feel like they were like wanting to not love it. <laughs> and like everyone left the ride smiling ear to ear. That would have been me. Yeah. It's that so would have been fun. Me. You just, you have to just, you, you, you can't change it. So you have to just trust Disney. And when you do, you come, I, I feel like you come out the other end going, yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I left that ride. I I left Runway Railway. My mind was blown. I said, "We have to go right back on it." I didn't know what to look at. Uh, so if how do you... they do it? I always talk about the fountain. I know it's ridiculous, but how do they make it look like a drawing? But it's mo- it, oh, it's just you crazy. You are 
in a living cartoon. You're in the cartoon. Yeah. And it's three-dimensional and it's larger than life. And the projections are so vibrant. And when they combine that with all of the wind and the motion and like all of these elements come together in a perfect blend to assault your senses that when you get off my we had we wrote it john we wrote it like eight times because my <laughs> daughter it was her new favorite That's and amazing. and then you know linda and i talked about this you know when that happens that became her great movie ride yep so then i was like i'm cool i'm cool like this disney what you just did for my daughter like we're cool like the great movie ride will live on in my heart and in my memory, but we're good. Yeah. And, and now, now I when you faith. have grandkids, you're going to, you're going to be there with them and you're going to cry all over again. Utter, utter faith <laughs> in Disney. So Crazy. what's your favorite, what's your favorite area to shoot? I like, really, what, do you, I love, what do you like to just hang out and just shoot? Yeah. Like, um, we, we have really good, good memories of Tom Sawyer Island. Um, I just love that. Cause there's, there's so many iconic views. Like, Big Thunder Mountain, you can see the castle, you can see Haunted Mansion. It's just really fun. It's just a cool area to explore. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people don't go. I agree. I agree with you. I would just say, like, I, as you were saying that, I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm, listen, I, I'm guilt, guilty as charged. Like, I feel like people neglect that spot in particular. It's just a different side of experience. You know, it's just. I don't know. Like if you, if it's your first trip or something and you don't get around to it, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But I think it's a great place to just absorb everything and just chill. So let's get into, so I get, I get, would that, would that make your list? So let's, before we like, cause we could go into that one a little in, in a little bit greater detail, but what I promised our listeners last week, especially people who are like big into Instagram, they love taking, you know, like hashtag Disney, you know, hashtag magic kingdom. You see, you see so many people that go to Disney specifically to capture the perfect Instagram photo. You see so many photographers go just to collect, you know, pictures for their wall. And I promised like John Hinson's top five sort of off the beaten path locations that Disney files may not know about. Yeah. So what would, what would, let's, let's get started. So it, it doesn't have to be like top five. Let's just go in any order. So definitely. So Tom Sawyer Island would definitely be up there because it's just okay. so different. And I feel like, you know, let's say only 10% of people go or something like to that, to that section. So it's different. People are going to ask, well, where is this? How did you get this? Um, so that's why I love that section. And um, of course, um, if you're like in Tomorrowland, as you're walking in from Main Street, okay. you turn to the left, the mountains of Tomorrowland perfectly frame the castle. And I just feel like it's so cool because you can get the moat in there. You so, can also... So wait, I just to be clear here, you're yeah. telling them to turn their backs to the purple wall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you just heard, yeah, la yeah ladies and gentlemen, purple wall. Is I don't know. Last year, right? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you can understand. So geographically, I don't know if you can appreciate what just happened here. John told you to give the wall your back. <laughs> so we're, we're done with the purple wall. Right? We're done. The wall is last season. So turn or so John's turn around yep. and we're looking so we're looking through the mountain window, correct? Yeah. Like the, it just the, perfectly frames the castle. It's just so cool. I've gotten so many like compliments on that any picture from there because it just it just looks iconic. And you guys can do that too with your with your phone. <laughs> and you've got so you've got the rock to frame it. Yeah. You've got the water right in front. And it's for some like the blue Tomorrowland Mountains just contrast so well with the green trees. And then you have the now pink castle popping through. What a great it's, photo. Yeah, it yeah. sounds awesome. It's really cool. So to get back to to get back to the first one too, so Tom like Tom Sawyer Island, would that be would that be to photograph any like any park attraction or any icon in particular? Or so like what would be if I'm going to Tom Sawyer Island, like where where should I go? Like what's a good photo? Almost like you, we just did with yeah with being in front of the purple wall, but turning your back to it. Right. If I'm going to Tom Sawyer Island. Where should I? Where should I go? So if you're um, on Tom Sawyer Island, same thing. Go to the left. It's a loop, and you're going to first. You'll come across this like bridge, and on the bridge, if you look again to your left, so left and then left. Okay. You'll see Big Thunder Mountain. It's the coolest. You can see the entire thing. So um, one photo I love is of my son, and he's just 
looking at Big Thunder Mountain with his ears showing, and it's just so cool. And you're not going to, you know, get that just by going by Big Thunder Mountain. You have to go to a separate area, you know? You're so right, too, because we're never never happy with the representation that Big Thunder Mountain gets. Yeah. And, and with with the photo pass, there is a photo pass photographer. I like the geysers, right? Generally by the geysers, yeah. but it's not a great framing of the attraction. Yeah, it's and of you, the geysers. <laughs> but it's of the geysers. But like you, I mean, I, I'm not a photographer, so like you can you can um, you can correct anything that I'm. But they can't get tight enough with the frame mm-hmm. to capture the mountain and you. Yeah, that really fills the frame. I always feel like it's just. It's just a lot of empty space yeah. from that angle. And so, it does exactly that. It compresses everything. So it's the awesome. entire mountain there as well as, you know, your subject or just a great picture of Big Thunder. It's really nice. That's awesome. Yeah. And if you just keep walking around too, like, like I said, there's views of Haunted Mansion. There's also views of the castle. It's, it's really fun. So that's, so ladies and gentlemen, if you take one tip from today, uh, Tom Sawyer Island really need need be explored for the opportunity that it's going to present for you to take some really great photos. Yeah. And John, like uh, honestly, like just that one alone, we we have been to Tom Sawyer Island once. I feel like I did not give it its due. Um, but it, yeah, it, I think there's def- no there's no attractions there. Yeah, in my defense, it was hot. It was hot. I think we went <laughs> midday. Um, so that's going to be, that's going to be on our list to do for, for the yeah. next, for the next trip. So we have turning our back on the magic wall. We have Tom Sawyer Island. What would you say is a, another option? Another great hidden, hidden gem somewhere that we can. So I love Morocco and Epcot. Um, if you have not just taken the chance to just explore Morocco, like everywhere you turn is just beautiful architect and it is just amazing. I did not realize until maybe three or four years ago when I was just speaking to a cast member how much involvement the um, country had. I heard that. In, in Morocco itself, in terms of every single element, taking a, taking a real look at the authenticity of every single building, every single aspect of it, the country of Morocco – said, if you were going to have a Moroccan pavilion, we want to consult on every single cultural element. It, it, I agree. Like it is whenever we're talking dining too, with people, I always try to say to them, Morocco is the hidden gem mm-hmm. of the world showcase. Yeah. So many, same thing. It's authentic. So many people skip over it because they're just very fearful of, of how authentic it is and think that it may not work with my Western taste, yeah. I may not agree with the flavors. I may not agree with, you know, different things that are going on there in term culinarily speaking. And I always tell people, listen, don't be afraid of Morocco. When I had uh, dinner at Marrakesh hot take, it was, it's the best meal in the world <laughs> showcase. Wow. I'm going to, I know this isn't photography <laughs> restaurant. Marrakesh was the best meal I had in the world showcase. That's amazing. Boom. I just dropped them. My mic is on a stand, but if I could, I would, I would drop it, but I literally dropped. I would. I'm also not going to drop it for, for audio quality sake, but I think with that restaurant too, like if you just tell them like, Hey, this is what I like. They are very good about like, they'll work with telling you. you, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like telling you like, well, you would really like this and yeah, never be afraid. I feel like always it's Disney. So like they can't mess up too bad. Right. (laughs) Well, you know, and again, the other great thing is it's Disney. So if mm. they did bring you an entree that you did not like, they'd switch it. No, problem. they would switch it. No problem. Yeah. But honestly, like they will work with you. When we went, one of the individuals that I was eating dinner with wound up subbing an item out um, because he had, you know, some, some allergies and he said, hey, listen, I would prefer to get this in lieu of that. Yeah. And they worked with him. But I mean, the the meal itself was great. the The architecture, the inside of the uh, the restaurant was beautiful. beautiful. I I speaking of photogenic, I took so many pictures of the inside of the restaurant. You have the entertainment, which is there. Where yeah. you have the dancer who is who great is, nightlife there. It's great nightlife. Yeah. It's gorgeous at night. But I agree. You know, in terms of photos and photo opportunities, like you could, you know, you can put your camera on so many things and capture, you know you know, pick, pick a landscape. Yeah. You know, make it happen. Make it happen. It's so beautiful there. 
And I, I think like, um, you know, for like two more options, I'd probably say, um, Star Wars Land at Hollywood Studios, the whole thing. It's just, I know it sounds ridiculous, but there are so many hidden gems in there. I can't even mention just one. Like, if you just have the chance to just walk around, not even do the rides, like, mm-hmm. there oh, just so many hidden little things. And See, you know, that that was a tip I was very lucky. Like, I, I think I hit that one early because, so I went for a preview, a pass holder preview. Amazing. And they're that was when they would only let in a certain amount of people yeah. for a time slot. So, and I, I don't know if you had a chance cause I know you're a pass holder during the pre, there was only one ride there that was open. So it kind of forced you to explore, but I have an entire folder of just <laughs> light fixtures, like walking through the marketplace, yeah, taking the pictures. ceramic pots that are like yeah. people. It's just, Oh my gosh. They thought of everything in that place. It's, Remarkable. You know, that's kind of, I mean, it's, it's on the same level of detail, but that's like Harambe market over in animal uh, kingdom. Another amazing one. It took such effort to make something look so dilapidated. Yeah. There's uh Joe road. He is just, yeah. Uh, he thinks of everything. And like, I love that they literally go to the countries and they study and they come back and create something that's, but you could take pictures of those, those lands and I mean, like obviously, Star Wars land. No one's like, "Where did you go? Did you go to? Did you go to the moon?" But like, you'll you'll take pictures it from inside there. Like <laughs> people will people will ask you where you are. Yeah, because you'll take a picture. Like we've taken pictures in Harambe Market, and people are like, "Where are you? <laughs> did you go to Central Africa?" And we're like, "No, that's a land at Disney." Like, oh my goodness, that we're in the comfort of Florida. <laughs> the, yeah, the details. But that's that's one of the. I would definitely say that's the allure for people who want to know, like, what's so special about Galaxy's Edge. The details. (laughs) It's the details. The way that they – even the sight lines of that, that you save for unless you're standing in the absolute perfect spot, you can't even see the Tower of Terror. No. Yeah. It's very hard to see beyond the spires. When when there's fireworks, uh, Galaxy's Edge is is remarkable. I love it at night Mm. when – I mean, again, this is a lot of this is pre uh, pre COVID, and I'm hoping that it gets back to this. I I didn't see this because the park closed so early, but I love when the fans would bring their lightsabers yes. and illuminate the lightsabers, and they would all congregate by the Falcon. Amazing, like you know, like just for just for fans of that franchise to have something like that that they can do. I mean, yeah. I haven't been to, I haven't been to Harry Potter land. We're not really Universal people. Sorry. Shame on me. I lo- and here's the thing is I love the Harry Potter universe. Yeah. But I would imagine that that affords followers of that franchise that same opportunity. But I tell people like if you're a Star Wars fan, even people who are like I don't like Disney. I have a no. few friends that don't like Disney which I- I'm speechless when they tell me that. Speechless. But I I tell my friends who are like huge Star Wars guys. You know they like they laugh at me with like the the joke about the princesses and whatever. And I'm like, listen, man, I'm very comfortable. You can make fun of me all you want. I'm like, but if you're a Star Wars guy and you haven't gone to Galaxy's Edge, go to Gal. Like you yeah. have to go. It uh, it's just so remarkable. Like it's you could spend all day there. Well, and I love so. I mean, the tagline is like live your Star Wars adventure. Yes. Yeah, and when it's, they bring that hotel, it's going to be even more so. I'm going to do it. Yeah, definitely. It's like I'm a cruise, no big deal. <laughs> it was like what a thousand dollars for two nights. Yeah, I'll do Something it. Like that. Yeah, I'll do it. No big deal. Feel like it's, a, it's a once in a lifetime, probably more experience. <laughs> you know, I always find that whenever I've said exactly what you just said, it's a once in a lifetime experience with Disney. I've never had a letdown. No, never. Like I'll 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 do it, and I'll say I'm going to do it at Disney because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity, and I've never. Never been let down by that. No. They've never disappointed me. It, uh, so Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. And I think if I had to pick a final one, I would say Animal Kingdom. And I just love Asia. But the Asia Bridge in particular is just remarkable. You can, like, look over to the right. You see the moat. You see, like, now the characters come by there, obviously. But it's just yeah. it's just cool. Different. It doesn't feel like Florida. It's a whole thing. That whole, that whole area is incredible. And... Yeah. If you're going to go and take landscape photos, right now is the perfect time. Yeah. Because the traffic is so low, whatever you take shots of, chances are you're going to get perfect photos with no people in them. Yeah. It's almost like the park, as if the park was closed. (laughs) Yeah. 
I definitely think I would suggest too, like we talked about the five most iconic spots. Um, I think like a lot of times people just take photos and they don't like edit them at all. And I think if people would just, you know, just on your iPhone or whatever, just edit them, make them bright, boost the vibrance a little bit. I think that alone would like make your photos even more like magical, you know, just put a little oomph. And again, just, I have a very good friend who owns his own photography business up here too. But one of the perks folks of, you know, people, people always, so the other question that I want to get into in, in a second after I address this is, is the photo pass worth it? But one, one thing people always want to know is the, the issue of worth. If there's ever a reason why you should, you know, employ the services of a professional photographer, it's for, it's for that. You know, I have a friend, Bobby, who will take these photos and they're gorgeous on their own, but then he touches them Mm -hmm. and you look at the photo and you're like, man, that I want to hang that on my wall for, for the next 40, you know, that's, you know, to, to plug John, you know, and, and to plug his services, like you, you'll just, you'll be so, you'll be so happy with the fact that you made that, that choice to have someone capture that moment for you. But then when they touch it, it's just, it's unbelievable to see the profession, like a professional's touch on, on a photo like that. So yeah, it really, it really does make a difference. And I, it's funny, you know, you're talking about worth and stuff and I always say like, you know, Oh, you know, this canvas might be expensive or whatever, but I guarantee you. And 15 years from now, if I offered you triple what you paid, you'd say, no, there's yeah. no way you're going to, you know, time absolutely doesn't slow down, but thankfully photography is able to, you know, preserve well, that moment. And that's the power of what you do is you're capturing a moment in time that will become priceless for that family. Yeah. And whenever, you know, like, I don't know why I'm bringing this up. I'm sorry. It, like, but when you hear of like a family tragedy and, and, and they lose a home, what's the one thing that people always mm-hmm. lament and cry right. over? It's not over the, the couch. It's not over the television. It's over yeah. the, it's over their pictures. My uh, grandparents' house burnt down to the ground when I was about 10 and, um, it was really bad. Um, but we were, you know, we were trying to find the photos and I actually found the barrel of burnt photos and the devastation of my grandmother's face, which, I mean, these are yeah. photos from like, you know, the early 1900, like just crazy. And we're lucky nowadays that we have digital <laughs> that we can, you know, back it up. You can have prints as well as digital copies. So ladies and gentlemen, the cloud, make sure you back it up on the one hundred percent, one hundred percent, three three places. That's what we do, John. There's a lot of debate. I'm sure you see this in for the love of Disney World. Like it com- it comes up if not daily, it comes up at least ten, twelve times a week. People want to know right now the worth of the photo pass. Like, and we see this in in every single group. People are, do I do I if they don't have an annual pass where it's already included? Yeah, a lot of travelers are asking, is it worth it right now? to purchase the photo pass given all of the changes that are there you go to the parks two and three times a week yeah what advice would you give to my potential travelers who are who are thinking of going in september october november is it worth the investment of getting the the photo pass yeah definitely um again like you know what is that 199 i mean if you if you look at that again in 10 years from now you're missing you know your your kid's first splash mountain drop you're missing their first space mountain ride or 15th space mountain ride you know is that two hundred dollars really going to matter even if you're wearing no it's not you're gonna you're gonna want those and photography is about documenting history right that's what it is so when you went to disney world were you wearing masks you know yeah Yeah. so it's definitely worth it well and 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 this is how i felt at least when we look back on this 2020 trip and we see the pictures with the masks, we're going to remember that was the that was the the quarantine trip. Yeah, that brought us joy. You that know, was oh the my pandemic. gosh, it's so funny we have to wear masks. You know, like yeah. I mean, it just becomes a part of the of that chronicle. Yeah, you there's know, no I, there's no erasing it. You know, even yeah. like e- weddings right now, it's like, oh well, can you Photoshop the mask off my guests? I feel like I can, but I don't want to because that's that's it's your wedding. Part of the so story. unique. Yeah. You got married in the middle of this, you know, love overcame or we really needed a trip. I was just going to say, like, listen, the masks were great because, listen, in the midst of all of, of this this negative stuff that was going on in the world, your wedding was the light. Yeah. Your trip was the like whatever this event was that brought you joy and happiness. That was the light in the midst of all that. And so cool that like there's that juxtaposition of that 
with the background of the masks. Like to me, that's that's like there's something poetic about that. That Definitely. it's cool. That's the moment. That's, I agree. that's what it was. So, you know, so people who've asked me about the photo pass, I've said, listen, of course, it's up to you. If the masks bother you that much, then no, it's it's not worth it. We had to be a little bit more vigilant with some of the ride photos because some of them didn't come through. But we would remember when we went on the ride, we would go up to the attendant. We would say, hey, listen, we were on Rock and Roller Coaster Tuesday yeah. and we didn't get the photo. It's two days later. Can you pull it up? And they would. Definitely. You can call them once you're home, too. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten the wrong, you know, people. They were either before or after us, and you know, we just call up and they fix the account. Listen, I this is gonna sound. I love, I love when I get other people's photos, <laughs> especially like scare, like scary ride photos. <laughs> I, I have, I have the best, and I know, like, I know it's not my kid. I know it's not my photo. I have the best photo <laughs> of a kid. Who his eyes were, could not have gotten wider on Rock and Roller Coaster, oh my and it brings me so much laughter to that just amazing. to see that. Like I love, I love photos, or I love when people are doing silly and silly and nonsensical things on yeah. photos, and they make their way to my file. It amazing. brings me joy and laughter. Like that's great. And as you said at the beginning, like when you're looking at these photo pass photos and you see everyone in the background, that's a part of it. Like that's so funny. Like I love this app on my phone. It's called Huji, and it's basically a disposable camera on your phone so it does like this cool vintage filter and it's just so neat to just take like funny goofy pictures you know with like half blurry or whatever you know just i feel like that's so nostalgic as a kid you know so john i you know and i i try to keep these these episodes i listen i'm gonna be honest with you too i would i want to talk to you for like six hours (laughs) i i have enjoyed this conversation so much but so ladies and gentlemen too like i can't stress enough so if you one one of the other benefits of not just the photo fat photo pass but when you when you have another photographer there to capture the memories you can be with your family and as the guy who was at least you know a a lot a lot in the early stages of my my daughter's infancy and it's great being the guy behind the camera but there's something to be said about when you can be in the photos too yeah so that that's why I would push. So if, if you are taking a family vacation and you want to capture those moments, please reach out to John. John, one more time, that URL. Yeah, it's uh, hintonphotography.com. That's H-I-N-S-O-N, photography. And, you know, he, he would love to, uh, even if you just have general questions, uh, yeah. you know, he, feel, he free. Would love, feel free to reach out. Any Disney questions or anything. You can also join um, the Facebook group for the love of Disney. We We love having new people. Yeah, I've pushed that. I've pushed that now several weeks in a row. Yeah. Um, and and again, John is an, an admin over at For the Love of Disney World. That's again that site. In addition to just being a place that's filled with wonderful people and the most friendly uh, members and administrative team, you know, it's just a great resource for reaching out. You could ask questions about dining. You could ask questions about photo pass. You can ask questions about accommodations. No matter what it is, you can you can ask in that group and get a very friendly reply. And Definitely. there are individuals like John in that group who have years of expertise that can say, um, you know, here here's some advice. Or, you know, if you would like to employ his services, there's nothing like professionally touched photographs for your family <laughs> to keep on your on your wall forever. Yeah, I agree. I really appreciate you saying that, yeah. John. And I, I'd love to have, I'd love to have you back from time to time because, like I, I like we. I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the timer in Squadcast, and we're like we're over an hour. And I, I'm not I'm like not telling you this just because I've enjoyed talking to you so much, but I really, I really could continue to talk Disney with you for another like two or three hours. Yeah. And I'm not at Joe Rogan status yet, so <laughs> you know maybe if I get very devote <laughs> listeners. And I could get I could get some celebrities on. Maybe I could pull a Joe Rogan and go three hours, and people will stick with me without there turning off the podcast. But I'm also trying to stay humble right now sure. and, and appreciate for them hanging out with me for an hour. Thank, thank I had you, a blast. Thank you so much again for joining the show. Yeah. I I loved having you on. I'd love to have you back from time to time. And I know so like we have um we've pitched the idea to like Melissa and you know asked if you know maybe Melissa or Bonnie or Matt or Dwayne if like all four of us could come on Squadcast, yeah. And if there's some topics that we would roundtable, like That'd I think fun. I feel like we missed an opportunity with Mulan. Uh, yeah, because I didn't I didn't have that epiphany. But how fun would have it been? Would so have it been awesome. to come on? I just on. watched that. It's so. I, did great. you like it? It's great. I loved it. I loved it more than original. I know I'm gonna get a flack, but no, <laughs> you're not alone in that. I felt the same way. I, I don't know why, and and I'm not. There are films that resonate with people in different ways. Mulan, 
while the music was beautiful, I th- I think also maybe I was at that age where it didn't quite catch me at a good at a right moment yeah. in my it just in my development that it just wasn't it didn't resonate with me like say Beauty and the Beast did or right. Little Mermaid as I was younger and like there were those movies were ju- were just magical. I was a little bit of an adolescent by the time Mulan came out. Yeah, I think it came out like what 96 or something. I was in high school. Yeah. So like I'm a senior in high school at that time and it wasn't quite the same experience. It was great. It was great, but yeah. it, it didn't, it just didn't catch it at the right time. But that's also why I tell people, like, if you've got little kids, you've got to go to Disney before they get to that, that age where yeah. it's like, eh, I'm too cool for Sports this. 12, right? Yeah. I'm too cool <laughs> for this now, mom. Yeah. So, but if you get them early. Yeah. It's get stays, them hooked. It stays magical forever. <laughs> for sure. John, thank you so much. Hey, have a wonderful, have a wonderful night. Have a wonderful week. Thanks, Thanks. for, thank you, you for too. living your best Disney life with us. I appreciate it. For sure. Thanks. John. Take care. So thank you again to John Hinson for coming on to the show. Whether you're coming to Florida to visit Disney or the beach, Hinson Photography specializes in vacation portraits for families and for couples. It's a souvenir that you'll never forget. Visit HinsonPhotography.com. That's HinsonPhotography.com. Or call 386-478-8099 to learn more about booking your vacation portraits with Hinson Photography. Have a wonderful week, everybody. I hope it's filled with faith, trust, and pixie dust. Take care. This Diz Life Podcast is brought to you by the Happiness is Addictive Collection. Happiness is Addictive is passionate about spreading laughter and creating smiles worldwide. They love bringing their global community together through optimism, cheer, hopefulness, merriment, and celebrating life's magical moments. They know how important it is to celebrate life's adventures, and their apparel will give you everlasting, one-of-a-kind memories through pixie-dusted family photos, compliments from park guests, and magical moments with cast members. They pride themselves on high-quality, custom-made apparel at competitive prices with world-class service. Let them help you create a lifetime of memories, whether you're Disney-bounding, kicking it poolside, participating in run Disney marathons, having costumed adventures, or just living your best Disney life. You can find their Happiness is Addictive shop on Etsy. You can also find them on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Pinterest. They are proud to be featured in Indie Central Florida, the Thoughtful Gift Club, and now here on Diz Life Podcast. Their collection was founded by a 15-year former cast member who knows how to enhance your magical moments for a lifetime of memories with your family. Don't forget to use promo code DISLIFE15 to take an extra 15% off. What are you waiting for? Head over to Etsy and start getting happy today. Follow the link in our show notes and you'll find out for yourself that happiness is addictive.